Would you turn your Bibles to Joshua chapter 4? If you don't have a Bible, they're under the chairs in front of you. You can find Joshua 4 on page 171. I'll be reading there in a minute. Yeah, thanks. Well, today marks the end of something beautiful, and we are praying the beginning of something even greater, if God would will it. We tend to remember beginnings and endings, don't we? And I wonder what milestone dates stick out in your lives, in your memories. For me, for us, June 24th, 1995 is at the top of the list. It's our wedding date. And then a close second would be January 18th, 2000, when our firstborn arrived on the scene. On the opposite end of the spectrum is Saturday, May 7th, 2011, when my father passed away all of a sudden. Whether joyous or tragic occasions, there are dates we will never forget. Here are some dates that we as a church, as Grace Redeemer Church, will collectively never forget. On September 12, 1999, Redeemer Teaneck, our church's original name, met for the first time as a public worship service at Benjamin Franklin Middle School right here in Teaneck. That very same week, our mother church, Redeemer New York City, turned 10 as we were born. On Easter Sunday, April 11th, 2004, after our family had just moved here to Teaneck, I preached my first sermon here as the pastor of the church. On September 28th, 2008, we gathered here at Galway Place for the first time ever and didn't have to set up uh, in the two hours ahead of time. For the first time ever, we had a 24-7 presence in the community. On September 13th, 2009, just a year later, the daughter church plant that we launched, All Souls Community Church, met for the first time as a public worship service up in Nanuet, New York, and Redeemer New York turned 20, we turned 10, and our daughter was born. And on March 11th, 2018, we're gathering here for the last time ever. in a place where the God of resurrection has been at work, healing and renewing and reconciling broken relationships. So many milestones of spiritual growth will be associated with this place. Galway Place has helped Grace Redeemer Church grow up from toddlerhood to young adulthood, and we will give thanks to God this morning. So as we're getting ready as we're on the cusp of making this major transition. I want to connect us to what I shared a month ago as we started spiritual preparation for this move. We looked at Deuteronomy, the fifth book of the Bible, which is basically a long sermon by the prophet Moses reminding the Israelites of who God is and reminding them of who they are as His people. They were just about to enter the promised land, and we're going to turn one book past that to the book of Joshua and peek in on a scene just after the Israelites have entered the promised land, crossing over to the west side of the Jordan and setting foot on the land of their inheritance. Joshua chapter 4, reading the first nine verses. 
Listen carefully. These are God's words. When the whole nation had finished crossing the Jordan, the Lord said to Joshua, Choose twelve men from among the people, one from each tribe, and tell them to take up twelve stones from the middle of the Jordan, from right where the priests are standing, and carry them over with you and put them down at the place where you stay tonight. So Joshua called together the twelve men he had appointed from the Israelites, one from each tribe, and said to them, Go over before the ark of the Lord your God into the middle of the Jordan. Each of you is to take up a stone on his shoulder according to the number of the tribes of the Israelites to serve as a sign among you in the future. When your children ask you, what do these stones mean? Tell them that the flow of the Jordan was cut off before the ark of the covenant of the Lord. When it crossed the Jordan, the waters of the Jordan were cut off. These stones are to be a memorial to the people of Israel forever. So the Israelites did as Joshua commanded them. They took 12 stones from the middle of the Jordan, according to the number of the tribes of the Israelites, as the Lord had told Joshua. And they carried them over with them to their camp where they put them down. Joshua set up the 12 stones that had been in the middle of the Jordan at the spot where the priests who carried the Ark of the Covenant had stood. And they are there to this day. This is God's Word. Let's pray. Lord, as Donald pointed out at the beginning of the service, this scene from history resonates with us this morning, this week. And Lord, this change we're about to make is not the promised land, but it is a piece of your provision for your people. It is a piece of blessing for us, your children. And as we make this transition, Lord, we pray that our hearts will be filled with thanksgiving for what you have done. Bring it to mind, Lord, as your spirit prompts us, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Take a look at this picture. It's uh, probably familiar. Uh, Some of you have been there. Stonehenge is a prehistoric monument in England, a ring of standing stones Uh, The original stones, some of which uh, are are just about the way they were, each one standing 13 feet high and 7 feet wide, each one weighing about 25 tons. It's believed to be an ancient burial site, but for whom? Built by whom? How did prehistoric peoples transport these stones that are sourced from hundreds of miles away. There are lots of questions about these big rocks and very few answers. On the other hand, there were 12 rocks laid down on the banks of the Jordan River, Joshua chapter 4. They did not survive the centuries like these stones at Stonehenge did, But for however long those 12 big rocks stood there on the banks of the Jordan River, I wonder if families went there like people go to Williamsburg, Virginia today to explore a little bit of their national history. I wonder if there was a gift shop where kids walked in and selected little polished colored stones and placed them in a velvet bag, you know. You have to pick 12, no fewer, no less. And When people visited, what did parents tell their kids as they stood there strangely unaccustomed to this ritual, or whatever you might call it, of reverently, quietly looking at a pile of rocks? 
Joshua tells us in verse 7, he repeats it again later on in verse 21. And unlike Stonehenge, there were answers to the kids' questions. This is what Joshua says in verse 21. In the future, when your descendants ask their parents, what do these stones mean? Tell them. First of all, that the Lord miraculously parted the seas of the Jordan River so that the people could walk over on dry ground, just like God did 40 years previously on the way out of Egypt. A miracle. And then verse 24, He did this so that all the peoples of the earth might know that the hand of the Lord is powerful and so that you might always fear the Lord your God. For some of you, especially you kids who've grown up in this church, this place is associated with a good chunk of your Christian life. When you think back at church, you're going to think of this space, this location here in Teaneck. Over time, here's my question, what will you remember about church? Will you just remember the chatting in the hallway, the church picnics and the feasts at growth group dinners. We said a few weeks ago those, those are important parts of rich biblical fellowship, but they're just the beginning. There's so much more to this sharing of new life in Christ and overflowing to one another. What we receive vertically, we need to share horizontally. There's so much more. Will you only remember the friendships and the social gatherings, or the, the, the crazy dates that stand out like the ice storm of January 2015 when 60 of us just made it before the rain turned to ice and about 100 of you made it 10 feet down the road and had to turn around, or like someone I know who fell down the front stairs of her home, our home, as she was on the phone with her husband who said, don't go outside, there's an ice storm. Will you just remember dates like that that stick out? Or will the richest memories of the season of faith life be the baptisms and the membership vows and the ordination and installation of new leaders for the church or the grace stories 40-plus over the years when we cried together and ached together and praised God together for His resurrection power that is at work healing our brokenness due to our sin. Will you remember the gospel reconciliation that healed conflict? Will you remember the tough shepherding conversation when someone loved you enough to tell you the hard truth about your sinful heart and risked friendship because they loved you that much. Rocks alongside the Jordan River are not like Williamsburg. They're not just a historical lesson that's interesting. They're they're not about a sociologist or an anthropologist clinically studying a, a people from the past and figuring out what they ate and how they cooked and what what their lifestyle looked like. Rocks alongside the Jordan River were always meant to give testimony to the world about the power and love of the one true God who calls a people to Himself. Tell them, verse 22, 
tell them, Israel crossed the Jordan on dry ground. The Lord your God did this so that all the peoples of the earth might know that the hand of the Lord is powerful and so that you might always fear the Lord your God. That that verse gives us two main purposes for these rocks, far more rich than Williamsburg. Number one, we could call it evangelism, mission, and testimony. So the world might know God did this. Grace Redeemer Church, however long you've been a part of our worshiping community, but especially for you long-timers, think back on the years of God's faithfulness. Think back and praise God for His powerful working, for baby Christians who have come to maturity, for seekers and skeptics whom God has drawn to saving faith. And if you have not experienced spiritual change, maybe Sunday mornings need to become more, uh, become more than just coming to church and need to become a spiritually transforming experience as you humble yourself before the one true God, the God of the universe, the Creator, who is also Savior, who offers you this vitality through faith in Jesus Christ. We need to praise God for even the smallest tastes of grace and glory. And the second purpose of these rocks from this verse is so that you might always fear the Lord. Biblical fear has has very little to do with being scared or afraid. It has much more to do with a reverent sense of awe, A-W-E, awe of God's holiness, of His differentness, of His otherness. He is like no other God. He is like no, longer, no other creature. He is like no other being. He deserves adoration and praise by all of His creation. Look, God has not dried up any bodies of water for Grace Redeemer Church, as far as I know. But He has healed broken marriages on the cusp of divorce. He has brought the lost from darkness into His marvelous light Every time you or I repent of our sin, it's the powerful working of God through His Holy Spirit. Every profession of faith, every promise kept by a member to their vows, every instance of dying to self is an expression of the power of God at work in us so that we might always fear the Lord our God. Only God can do this, and He has. And he's to be praised. And as we make this change, we want more. We want more. We're, we're, we're spiritually greedy, if you will, because God is most glorified in us when we are most satisfied in him and in him alone. God's not going to do more just because we have more space, just because we're now paying a mortgage and owning a property rather than paying rent to a landlord. If God does more, it'll be because His wisdom determines it and because we, His people, humble ourselves before the King and sacrificially invest ourselves in His purposes, in His will. We, if if there's a formula, it, it starts here. We remember who He is as He's revealed Himself through His Word. We are people of the book, the Scriptures. And 
close on the heels of being people of the Scriptures, we humble ourselves in utter dependence on our knees in prayer. We operate according to His wisdom, not according to our own cleverness. Folks, if you are dissatisfied at any level in life, if, if your relationships are not what you long for them to be, if there's brokenness and dysfunction, if, if your job is just drudgery, if, if going through life is just a, a series of steps, one foot after the other, if, if there is strife and conflict, the, the, the answers are straightforward. They're, they're not simple. They're not easy to just kind of set in motion, but the the, the will of God and His wisdom for you is fairly straightforward. You need to become a person of the book. You need to be in Scripture on a daily basis, drawing strength from this, not figuring it out on your own. You need to be on your knees, applying the redemptive truth of God more and more deeply into your heart so that you change, not everyone else around you, so that you repent of your sin, so that you fall on your hands uh, and knees before the king in utter adoration of his otherness, of his holiness. That is the solution to your every problem. You're becoming more like Jesus. And that's how God will increasingly unleash his power through us, his people. If we more and more so become people of the book, you individually, all of us reading Scripture on our daily basis and gathering together corporately and spending time individually on our hands and knees in prayer. That's it. If God's blessed Grace Redeemer Church, it's not because we've figured out some secret. It's because we're looking at what He's told us and in a fallible, in a halting, in a childlike manner, we're, we're attempting to follow His wisdom to honor Him in everything. Here at Grace Redeemer Church, we're unafraid to talk openly about our weakness in sin, not just in sermons, but in growth groups and in Bible studies and youth group meetings. We keep encouraging grace stories to be shared, people to attend Celebrate Recovery on Wednesday nights and to come in for pastoral and professional counseling. We want the, the God who, un, who dried up the Jordan to unleash that same power in and through us so that all the peoples of the earth might know that the hand of the Lord is powerful, and so that you, God's people, might always fear the Lord our God. We are crossing our own Jordan, and as we leave Galway behind, I'd like to give a handful of you a chance to figuratively lay down a stone of remembrance in the form of a prayer right now, I'd ask some of you to start making your way to one of these two microphones and take turns left and right, left and right. Don't, don't wait, folks. If you're ready to give thanks to, the, to God, stand in line at these microphones. The one thing I'd urge you to do, because our time is short, pray sentence prayers. Be focused and brief. Literally one or two sentences. Give thanks to God for the season of ministry that we've had here. And... Um, Let's lay down these stones of remembrance. I'll close this in a few minutes. God, I thank you this morning for your guidance and your provision, for providing for us a place here where we could meet to worship you and to grow in relationship with each other as we build each other up in love. Father, we thank you for the gospel of Christ, for it is the power and salvation to everyone who believes. 
Father, we thank you that we receive it with joy and gladness, even that's from you. Uh, Father, we thank you that your power is seen at GRC. We only ask that you make us humble and obedient to you and your word. We pray in his name. Amen. Lord God, we thank you for a place where little ones can grow up. God, thank you for families. Thank you for our, this community of believers that you brought together. We thank you that you walk with us here and you walk with us to 21 Harristown. Lord, you're good. In Jesus' name. Lamentations three twenty-two to 24. Because of the Lord's great love, we are not consumed for his compassions never fail. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. I say to myself, the Lord is my portion. Therefore, I will wait for him. Thank you, Lord. This is a great gift that you've given us. We never get to this place without your beings by our side. And um, just continuously may your Holy Spirit be upon us that we will be salt and light in this new community. Amen. Heavenly Father, we thank you this morning for your for your goodness, for your love and your kindness. We thank you for allowing us to be here every morning, Lord. Your love is sufficient. And we thank you that you've given us a new home to be able to worship and love and extend our love to others in the community, Heavenly Father. We just thank you that you've been our God and that there is no other besides thee. We thank you, Heavenly Father. I thank you, God, for what you've done, what you're doing, and what you've done in my life. I thank you for this church, Heavenly Father. I thank you for the members, the baptized believers here. And I thank you continuously for the ones that you will bring. I thank you, God, that you are so God, so good, and so awesome. In Jesus' name, amen. We thank you, Lord, that... In 2002, when we sent people out to plant Redeemer Montclair, you brought even more people here. And in 2009, when we sent a greater, a larger group to plant All Souls, again, you brought even more people here. We thank you, Lord Jesus, that as you promised, you are continuing to build your church here. Amen. Praise to you, God Almighty. Most high, most worthy of praise. Heavenly Father, we praise you that Grace Redeemer can be a home. And whether that home, Lord, physically resides in Teaneck or whether it's in 21 Harristown, Glen Rock, Lord, it does not matter for home is the spiritual home, Lord God, that you have provided this community. Lord, I pray that you will make home, Lord God, ever so more like the kingdom of God, heaven, Lord, the community of believers, Lord God, that strive and live for one another, Lord God, through you and under you. Lord, we praise you and thank you in Jesus' name. Father, we thank you for the opportunities we've had here at Galway to share with women uh, through Bible studies. We think of the lives that have been touched through sponsor family. We pray that you will continue to um, grow those seeds, Lord. We are so grateful to have been able to meet so many. And we pray as we go to 21 that you'll use us in similar ways and greater. And we give you all praise in Christ's name. Amen. 
Faithful Father, I just thank you, Lord, for bringing our family here to Grace Redeemer. And we thank, and I thank you for the faithful proclamation of your word and your gospel week after week that has transformed lives, relationships, and our family. And Lord, we just pray for this church that you alone, Lord, will always be our hope. Father, thank you for the GRC family. As you pulled us out, uprooted us from our country, you gave us another family. You gave us friends, you gave us fellowship, you gave us CR, you gave us Thursday night, that we can engage and be encouraged. Thank you. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Heavenly Father, we give you all the glory. Lord, we thank you that uh, we are able to uh, partner with many ministries in our community, Lord. And we praise you, Lord, for allowing us to open our doors to Pregnancy Lighthouse Resource Center. As we move, Lord, we pray that our doors will continue to be open to the lost and to those who are in crisis pregnancies. Lord, we thank you for your grace and your mercy and your love for each one of us. Amen. Father and our God, we thank you so very much for your spoken word that has been given freely in this place. We thank you for the leadership that you have placed here that has been obedient to your spoken word. Now as we cross over to another place, another part of your vineyard, we continue to ask for your presence, O God. We continue to pray and thank you for your presence. And, O God, we know that we will leave this place, go to another place, but you would never leave us. We thank you, God, for your son who died on that cross at Calvary, who is sitting at your right hand right now, making intercession for us. In his name we do pray. Amen. Lord God, we just thank you so much, Lord, that no matter what comes at us, you are always in control. And we'll always be okay because you are in control. We just pray, God, as we move to 21H, that you will turn on the fountain of love even greater and so that it just can't help but overflow from our hearts and into the community around us and into each other. And we pray, Lord, that you will just fill our minds with great wisdom to take these many blessings and the other ones that are coming and use them for all your honor and glory. Father, thank you for guiding our growth group over the years to develop a deeper relationship with you and with one another and experience Christ's love by studying your word, praying for one another, and sharing our lives together. God, we thank you for this home in Teaneck that you have provided. We thank you for each child who has come through the doors that has learned about you and come to know you better, and we pray the same for our new home at 21 Harristown. In Jesus' name, amen. 
Father God, we thank you for this interim place here in Teaneck, Lord. I know that so many people, families, and children came to know you because we were here in Teaneck, Father, because this was our neighborhood church. This was our neighborhood home. So we just thank you, Father, for the seeds that were planted in many, many places right here, and we just ask that you would continue to grow them even as we leave Teaneck, that relationships that were formed here would continue, Lord, with us as we go. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Heavenly Father, we praise you for being a compassionate and caring God. And Lord, we just thank our church family for giving generously to the Mercy Fund in supporting and walking alongside for those who are in need. Amen. Lord, we thank you for the challenges and the conflicts that we have encountered in this place. For we know, Lord, that through those you have demonstrated a mighty hand. And an outstretched arm that has protected us, that has caused us to grow, that has caused us to see your face. We thank you, Lord, for these years, and we look forward to what you will do in the future. In Christ's name we Oh, dear Lord, our Father, unless the Lord builds the house, the builders labor in vain. Lord, we, we praise you for just how you have built us up as your church. We thank you and are grateful as we look back at just how much you have accomplished. And we look forward in expectation in how you will guide and give us wisdom, and give us power, and give us strength, only in our humility, as we boast of our weaknesses, and become strong and in Christ. And it's in his name we pray, amen. Lord, I uh, come to you humbled and excited for future opportunities, taking this moment to just thank you for the life transformation that has occurred just not only within me, but with my family, um, all of those people that you've introduced us to, our new brothers and sisters, our family here at GRC. I pray that you continue to use GRC in its new home as a beacon of hope and openness to all other broken uh, sinners um, still inclusive of us, um, and that you continue to build this family. Amen. Lord, as we prepare to leave this place, um, I don't think about uh, leaving a building behind, Lord, but a place uh, where we've been so loved and supported. As I think back to such hard times uh, that Whitney and I have gone through, we think of the, um, the love we've been shown here, God. Thank you for that community, Lord. And I know that I'll move forward into our new space, God. I ask that you would make us a people who um, love and support a hurting world, God. We thank you for using sinners like us, God. We praise you for this opportunity. Amen. Heavenly, Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you for your spirit of humility and the power of the gospel that has been present in the sermons, the Bible studies, 
the growth groups, the relationships, the trials that we have faced in order to draw us to our knees to see that we were made to utterly depend on you and you alone. We thank you for your outpouring of grace upon us and love through your spirit and through the relationships here. In Jesus' name, amen. Father, I thank you for the opportunity to to build up CR within these walls. Thank you, Lord, for for drawing so many people that are hurting and broken to us. And I praise you and thank you for the healing that has taken place. And Lord, I just pray that as a ministry we're able to continue to reach others in our community in Glen Rock and into Patterson. And I just praise you, Lord, for the work that you have done and will continue to do. I pray this in your son's name, Jesus Christ. Dear Father God, I will always remember Grace Redeemer Church in the place where I accepted Jesus as my Lord and Savior and was baptized here. I am a sinner. And I had always prayed for wisdom as to what God's purpose was for me. And I pray that whatever I do is will serve his purpose. And uh, I pray that others will also find Jesus. And in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Father, we praise you and all glory be unto you for you are worthy. Father, thank you for your love. The love of Christ surpasses all knowledge. We love you because you loved us. Father, we just ask that as you work here at the new location, that we would see greater manifestations of your power and your grace and your love in us, the body of Christ. Uh, We ask according to your will in his name. Amen. Father God, I thank you for how you've blessed Grace Redeemer here at this facility and that we've been uh, able to grow. I, I remember back when we were at FDU that we, we were able to grow our ministries here and, and, and the number of people we were reaching. I thank you particu- particularly for what you've done among the women of Grace here, for the Bible studies we've had here, for the lives who've been touched, the women who've... Um, some who've come to know you through the through this ministry, those who've been strengthened in in their walk, and and I just pray that that we would be, that it wouldn't just stop with us, but that that you would continue to use um, us to as uh, women as they're they're raising their children, as they're reaching out to friends and neighbors and coworkers and getting involved in ministry. That that your your kingdom would continue to expand, the family of God would continue to increase. Um, as as uh, as uh, your Bible, uh, your your word talks about a mustard seed growing into a great tree, and I thank you for how you've used Grace Redeemer in in as part of growing that kingdom. Lord, you're a father of the fatherless and protector of widows. You live in your holy habitation. You settle the solitary in a home, Lord. You lead the prisoners to prosperity. 
and the rebellious dwell in the parched land. Lord, you've done all of this amidst us, and we've seen it, we've experienced it, we've been part of it, and we've enjoyed it. And pray that you will abound as we move and uh, increase the boundaries, Lord, of all that we do for your glory and honor. Pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Lord, I thank you for this family that has shared victories and losses and all part of our grace stories. And I thank you so much as we collectively have a grace story to continue um, in a Harristown room. Lord, thank you for your faithfulness. Thank you for every soul saved. Thank you for every relationship redeemed. Thank you for forgiving every opportunity that we may have missed to do so, Lord. Thank you for being who you are. In Jesus' name. Our Heavenly Father, Lord God, we thank you so much for this opportunity that you have blessed us with to move into this new building. But Lord, what we're very grateful for, what I'm grateful for, is the relationships that we built here at GRC and Teaneck. And Lord, as we think about this new home that we're going to have for our church, Lord, we think of the relationships that we'll be building out there, where we're connecting with uh, more people in the Patterson and Glamrock area, and how we're connecting them with our Lord and Savior. And Lord, we just thank you for that opportunity, and may we love you all the more, in Jesus' name. God, thank you for imbuing these people with the power to save, although you are the only one that can save. They, They have guided me away from the path of sin. Only you know all of my sins. And I thank God for the forgiveness you offer and the hospitality and welcomeness of this church. I pray that you will protect them. Thank you. Father God, we just thank you for this church community, um, for the safe place where we can come just as we are um, in, in all our sin and shame and, and to be accepted and, and, and loved. Um, Lord, as we move to Glen Rock, we, we pray that this, this community would just be even more welcoming, Lord, that we would be more loving um, and, and that more people would come to know you and to love you and, and to fear you. Amen. Father God, thank you just for um, having provided us with this space as our home, Lord. As we leave and move on to the next chapter, I also want to lift up the landlord, Lord. There's been seasons of difficulties with him, but you love everybody. And so as we leave, um, we hope to leave your presence here as well, Lord, that you'll be able to soften his hard hearts as well as any others that we work with in this community, Lord, that you'll be able to move mightily as we move on to a new home, but let your presence not leave with us. In Jesus' name, amen. Loving Father, I give you praise and thanks for every child that was born and baptized and have grown up and continue to grow up in this church. Lord, may you uh, work mightily in their heart that they may know of your great love for them and that they would be raised up to be the next generation of um, your people who will testify of your great power, your might, your faithfulness, your love, mercy, and kindness in our lives. Heavenly Father, thank you for this place. I think of this place and I think of the work you've done, the people you've brought closer to you, spiritual growth, births, conversion, baptisms. Lord, I praise you for all of this and all of your work and all the work that you are going to do. And I'm looking forward to it. 
to seeing your glory um, just work through us and through our new home. Thank you. Father, the prayers of your people we trust rise up as a fragrant offering before your throne. What a beautiful thing, Lord, when the people of God pray in concert for the glory of Jesus. And that is our greatest longing, Lord, not that the name of GRC would be risen, raised up, but that the name of Christ would be exalted and magnified and proclaimed to Glen Rock, Fairlawn, Hawthorne, all of Bergen County and Passaic, and even to the ends of the earth. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen.